Blog Talk Radio. Wednesday. As always, we thank you for sharing your Wednesday mornings with us, the live morning show, Up Your Volume, where we talk about art and living consciously. Um, my mom just said I'm pushy, and I had to say say this out loud. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are. Poor guest, you're like, da, 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 da. okay, I'm muting you. You're just like... Oh, no, no, I'm not. It's just, it's just I get so nervous. There's like a countdown, just so you guys know. There's like a, we run it over... And, you know, we, we do our, our early morning kind of rehearsal, and then we talk to the guests about, you know, a few minutes before, give them the rundown, blah, blah, blah. Um, but this morning was a little rushed. I felt like it was, I was a little rushed. Well, because so I, I forgot. To, all right. Because I'll take ownership. I forgot to ask the guests to call in early until like three seconds ago. So when and I they was finally- already panicked, and he knew that. I was already stressed about it. Right, so and I told her not to panic. <laughs> And she wants to start a conversation 30 seconds in. She's like, okay, so this is what we're going to chat about. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have 20 seconds. I had to mentally prepare those last 30 seconds, I think. Okay. Just to be able to do, like, the good morning. I think, you know, you want to just, I don't know. Right, because um, you do have a role of, you know, so that people understand, you know, she's in charge of, you know, the back end of all of this where I just, you know, have the luxury of just chatting. So she has a little, Nikki has more responsibility here than I do. So, um, okay. Well, you well still anyway, are a pushy. Good, good morning. <laughs> um, well, we're bossy. We've always been bossy. I got yeah, we are kind of bossy. So, um, my mom, as you guys know, was not with us last week and she's been, she's been doing her, her around the country tour of taking to the streets and she, um, it, it really kicks off right now. Yeah, the whole goal uh, when I left on September 3rd was to get to Michigan, where I am uh, in the Ann Arbor area. And this is sort of the official launch of the tour. Not that I haven't done things along the way, but this is uh, so. um, Well, a few things that I want to say is um, as of yesterday, I drove in 17 days um, more than I was able to drive in all of 2015. So I, I know, right? So I continue to kick MS to the curb all day, every day, and I'm super proud of that. I just came off of uh, spending a couple days with Dr. Terry Walls and her amazing wife, which was super uh, beyond awesome. And um, today, uh, then over the next couple days, just to give you an example, and a lot of these events are open to the public, so you can check out my website at paleobosslady.com under taking it to the streets uh, or events tab. Either one will give you this information. In Michigan tonight, I'm doing this as a closed event, but it is um, an alternative school uh, called Green Apple Garden, and it's basically a school that happens outside for the most part, um, and it totally is about living consciously. I'll be doing a cooking class tonight for their staff, and then tomorrow is an all-school event, which is family, staff, and students, and then the next day, I'm doing an event at... Um, a private chiropractic office called Natural Healing Center in Ann Arbor. Uh, then I drive Sunday, Saturday to Indianapolis. And then on Sunday, I do an event at uh, in Lafayetteville, which uh, restaurant restaurantation, um, which is a farm to table restaurant. Monday, uh, day off. And then Tuesday, I am speaking at a school for girls um, that have some developmental uh, challenges. Uh, so their comprehension will be from like five years old to fifth grade, I believe. And that's going to be really fun because it's going to be real hands-on. And we're going to touch vegetables and feel vegetables and spices and play. And so just to give you an idea that this tour is, I mean, I'm reaching so many different places and people and um, just beyond proud and excited. So um, I thank all of you um, who are supporting this journey and I'm just really looking forward to meeting everyone throughout this year. It's awesome. I'm so proud of you. It's, it's been 
it's been just as exciting for me to touch base with my mom every day and, you know, see how beautiful the drives have gone, see how the traffic differs from obviously LA traffic and the weather and how she's holding up and people she's meeting along the way and obviously how Gidget's doing, how she's doing. And it's just, it's just exciting from our end as well. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Of course. Good to have you back. I definitely missed you last week, but Kevin and I really enjoyed our time together, Um, but good to have you back. So I just wanted to kind of fill you guys all in um, about everything. And I'm glad she was able to talk to you guys about things. And obviously, like she said, follow more on uh, her social media and her website for more information. Um, But I wanted to switch the game up a little bit um, today instead of doing, you know, our traditional, um, playlist. There's, yeah, there's some awesome. Thank you, honey. <laughs> there's some awesome albums coming out, and though we only have about a, a few months until this year's over, which is crazy because it's definitely flown by. Um, there are still some highly anticipated albums to release in in 2016 that I wanted to go over with you guys. Um, as you may have known, yesterday um, the Gorillas finally joined. Instagram for the first time um, and they are you know basically talking about their new album you know I think a lot of you that, that do know the gorillas um, all of their stuff has been kind of characterized and animated all of their videos their cartoon characters and their whole um, existence they're like one of the only bands I believe to you know be fully animated the, the entire um the entire length of, of their artistry. So, um, you know, most of us don't really know what the gorillas look like, um, but uh, they did post in their new artwork um, kind of like a Christmas baby. So we don't know if that's symbolic of the new album, if that's the date it's going to come out or, or kind of what's happening, but it is definitely due to release this year. So stay tuned for more information about that. I'll give you a clear date once we hear about it. Um, Willie Nelson's honoring his friend and country music icon, Ray Price, um, on his new album. I'm a, I love Willie Nelson. I think he's the man. Um, yeah. And his new album is called For the Good Times, a tribute to Ray Price. Um, and you guys may have been seeing in, the, in like the news or on social media this picture that's kind of going viral. And it's Willie Nelson sitting with Virginia's governor, um, Harry McAuliffe. And I hope I'm saying his last name right. But... Um, he, they're sitting at a table together, just smiling at the camera. And then there's like a, a big container in the middle of the table of Willie Nelson's reserve, um, his brand of, of marijuana on the table. So it's pretty <laughs> hilarious. And, and like the governor's trying to be like, I didn't know that that was what was in the jar. But like, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's the only thing sitting on the table that looks like a jar. Of That's awesome. Stuff. Yeah. It's hilarious. So um, stay tuned for that. I don't know the clear, um, release date for that one, but uh, I'm sure if you go onto Willie Nelson's website or social media, there will be a date for you guys. Um, also, the Pixies, due to release at the end of this month, September 30th, their new album, Head Carrier. Um, obviously, the Pixies are, have been huge in kind of the punk world for a long time, so this is definitely an anticipated album for a lot of people. Um, Beck, who I've been a huge fan of for yeah. ever. For like 20 plus years um his his single uh wow that just came out is actually rumored to, uh he's rumored to have a new album out by the end of october so stay tuned for that as well on beck's uh stuff so hopefully by this october i'm not sure what the name of the album will be but the new single is called wow um the pretenders i love the pretenders cool. yeah yeah on on september 7th Chrissy Hind turned 65. How Get crazy out. is that? So wow. crazy. She looks great still, obviously. Um, and she actually gave a gift to the fans this year. Um, she is coming out with an, uh, an album October 21st called Alone. The single is Holy Commotion. Um, it's actually produced by the same producer as the Black Keys. His name's uh, Don Ar- Arbach. Uh-huh. And... Um, this is actually the Pretender's first new album since 2008. Also, she just released or announced that she's going on tour with Stevie Nicks, which is going to be awesome. So the Pretenders. That's, I just Nicks. got goosebumps. Yeah, I think that actually happened uh, 2017, I want to say, the beginning of the year. But um, 
to follow up on that, obviously check on their websites as well. Um, Green Day has been kind of hidden for a long time, but yeah. the, Rock and, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers and Grammy Award winning band is back with their uh, new album that is coming out October 7th called Revolution Radio. Um, and they're actually going on a, uh, the album is actually going to be um, supported in a tour called the Illuminate the World Tour starting in 2017. So um, they're coming back with, with an album and a tour following right after. So for those of you that haven't gotten a chance to see them live before or haven't seen them in a long time, definitely go check them out. They're a great band to see live and, you know, they're, they're definitely a fan favorite. So check that out. Um, other new albums, Bonnie Vare is coming out with an album on the 30th of this month as well called 22, a million. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, very traditional, you know, Bonnie Vare stuff. I think it will be, have a lot of great lyrics and, and good tunes. So definitely check that out. Um, October 14th, Tudor Cinema is coming out with their new album called Game Shows. Um, I know that's kind of been big in like the younger generation. I have just recently got into them because one of my students actually brought me a song of theirs that he wanted to perform. So, um, and I really like them. I like their writing style. I like their kind of um, like dancey type of song. So Tudor Cinema, October 14th, game show. And then um, Metallica, November 18th, is set to release an album. No name yet, but um, I do believe they have a single out. So check that. And albums that you should get if you haven't already that just released in the end of August were Frank Ocean's really highly anticipated album, Blonde, um, which is amazing. And then De La Souls and the, and the Anonymous Nobody also came out and it's been getting rave reviews. And that is their first album, I think, since like 2008 Forever. as well. I think, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, a long time, so almost 10 years. So definitely check wow. those out. I'm really, yeah, for, for almost being, you know, October's right around the corner. I mean, we only have a few months left of this month and I feel like we have a lot of great music stuff going on. So, um, you know, I put a little bit of everything in there, hip hop, country, mm-hmm. punk, kind of, you know, some classic rock, uh, some, you know, R and B, everything. So hopefully there's something in there that you guys did like, there's even some heavy metal in there. So, um, you know, check it out. As always, if you ever want to get in touch with me or share, you know, an artist that I haven't spoken about or an album that you're liking or a tour that's happening that you're excited about, please find me at Nikki-Bovey.com. And Bove is just honestly spelled like the word love, but instead of with, with an L, it's with a B. So it's B-O-V-E. Um, and drop me a line. I'm always eager to hear about new music and new tours and share with you guys, you know, you know what's going on and hear some cool things. So that's what I got today. Well, that's awesome. You know, it's interesting. Just in the last couple of days, I've heard from two listeners of our podcast that um, one is from um, Serbia and the other one from Milan. So we're really starting that's to get awesome. an international, yeah, international following. So I was super excited and touched by that and grateful that we have sponsors um, and people helping us uh, be able to do this. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's still this way, but I always think the holidays are a great time of year to give music to people, you know, so hopefully people hear those albums and they'll consider, you know, supporting the arts this holiday season and, you know, procuring some albums and some great music because, um, Absolutely. you know, you know, our, our family is, is an arts family having you uh, being a professional singer and, you know, um, you know, nice things to start adding to the list. Cause I don't know about other people, but starting October, that's when people start planning for the holidays. Right. So, yeah, and you know what? I've really been finding that a lot of the, if I ever need to send a thank you card, or you know, if I'm going to someone's birthday that I I barely know, or or um, or they specifically said no gifts, but I'm going to get a card or something like that, I always find that getting like an iTunes fifteen dollar twenty dollar gift card is like a really great gift, and people really appreciate it. So. Um, something to That's think about right. that, if, you know, if you're not going out and buying the actual CD or an album or mm-hmm. something like that, um, you know, those are awesome because I could just get singles. You know, I can get the singles from all these new albums with the $15. So definitely a great idea, especially if you're just, you know, like I said, a card stuffer or a stocking stuffer, anything like that. Those are really great gifts. Um, and even hostess gifts. 
you know, instead of wine, yeah. especially, you know, if you're coming to me, I don't drink wine. I don't drink alcohol at all. Mm-hmm. There's lots of people out there, you know, that, that is a mm-hmm. nice little hostess gift as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, that's great. That's great. So I, so I'm so your, excited. Well, you, you know, know <laughs> go ahead. I was going to take, do you want me to take a quick break? And then, oh, let's uh, do a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll get conscious. Awesome. Sounds good. Up Your Volume Morning Show Podcast and the Taking the Streets Tour are brought to you by Nativa. We would like to thank our good friends at Nativa for their support of the Taking It to the Streets Tour. We can't say enough about Nativa products. We adore that Nativa is committed to nurturing vitality by consciously curating the world's finest plant-based organic ingredients. In fact, most of the dishes in our house found on our kitchen table are made possible by the fine products from Nativa. For more information on all of their products, go to www.nativa.com. That's N-U-T-I-V-A.com. Okay, and we are back. I would like to thank Nativa for sponsoring us. And, uh, Mom, I know you have some stuff for us. I do, but I just have one side note. Do you remember when we met Michael McDonald? Oh, my God. We're sitting at the Loveless, what was it, the Loveless Cafe? Loveless Cafe in Tennessee, yup. And we were in the Memphis. only people in there other than, like, one other table that was right next to us, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and was, I just remember you you were like, I got to go say something to him. Oh, my God. It was Michael McDonald and, like, an executive from MTV. And so, I, I've loved him my whole life. And then when I met him in person, I mean, his eyes are so, everything about him. I just love him. So a little digression. And then the next day we met, we watched a concert with the Dixie Chicks and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. We scout tickets and we ended up sitting right with them, remember? At the well, Grand Ole Opry. Actually, yeah, we actually were seeing uh, Cheryl Crow, but the Dixie Chicks were sitting in front of us and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill were sitting in the same row as us. Pretty crazy. Yep. I could, that was one of my favorite trips ever. Yeah, yeah that was one Memphis, of the greatest trips ever. Memphis, Nashville. Tennessee. Yep. And, um, and, uh, we actually, the Loveless Cafe is known for their like peach preserves. So if you do ever get to Memphis and you're looking to have some like Nashville, Nashville, not Memphis. No, we, we went to Memphis and Nashville. But the Loveless is in Nashville. Is it? Yeah, it's outside of Nashville. That's all. So check it out and get some of their peach preserves. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, I'm glad we, I, I segued because what I want to talk about getting conscious is, I mean, I'm sure everyone can just imagine, again, what has happened. An unarmed African-American male shot by police officers, caught on video from helicopters all around. And, you know, I thought our police officers' job, first and foremost, was to protect a life. And the more you look into this, do you realize that in the last 30 days, 62 people were shot unarmed by police officers? 62 people. That means like two a day in this country are being shot. Um, so I don't even know what to say other than I can tell you here I am you know, in Michigan uh, staying in a beautiful uh, welcomed by a beautiful family um, in their home during the taking it to the streets tour. And the husband is uh, a long haul truck driver and he's African-American and he was leaving last night to go to work at about 10 o'clock at night and I'm not his wife. I'm not his family member, but I was anxious because of everything that's going on. And I'm thinking this, I mean, how scary must it be for him to be driving all the time? And this gentleman's almost seven feet tall. So imagine if he gets pulled over, just his sheer size is going to scare the bejesus out of anyone, let alone trigger happy police officers. Um, You know, Terrence Crutcher, I hope I'm saying his name right was, you know, a father, he was coming home from classes at the local community college, a minister, father of four, uh, clearly on the video, he's doing everything he was told. And, you know, with liberty and justice for all, I thought is what our founding fathers, you know, wrote. And one love, and I, I'm, I, I just don't even know what to say other than, you know, change happens one person at a time. And, I beg anyone that is listening to please check yourself, look in the mirror and realize 
that we are all one. We all have the right to peacefully coexist. And, you know, we have to start taking a stance. We have to start getting angry. And we have to demand new training for police officers. We have to, this is not right. This is not right at all. And I certainly hope that this Brad and Angelina bullshit doesn't override what is really happening in this country right now. And that is that especially... African-American males are at risk and losing their lives to the people that are supposed to be protecting us. And I am absolutely sick. I, my stomach has been, I just feel like I'm going to throw up all ever since yesterday. I, I can't, I keep thinking, what did I eat? What did I do? And it's like, no, I'm, I'm, it's rage. It's actual rage inside me because I just don't know what to do. So this is the first step of, of what I can do. And the other thing is, is to make sure that I never am prejudiced, that I am never racist, and I am not sexist, that, that none of those things live inside me anymore. And, you know, I was raised in a culture that included all of that. So it's been a lot of hard work for me to, you know, to look in the mirror and to realize that it's like, these are not values that I agree with. These are not values that I hold true. And I, I beg everyone to do the same. I mean, I don't know how you felt when you heard about it yesterday, but. I mean, I, I've been a huge, uh, you know, activist in, in this protest and getting, you know, obviously really into the black lives matters. It's not just even black lives. It's, you know, as as you know, disabled lives matter, gay and lesbian mm-hmm. rights matter. I mean, there's 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 so much that is going on in this world, and it's such a huge, you know, like you say, the media is really. I mean, I know you're talking about Brad and Angelina, but it's it's everything media. The media is now controlling our society, and and it scares me because, at least when I was growing up, and obviously when you were growing up, you know. I had just had the first generation of computers and internet and it's, you know, the kids that are growing up today, it's like, I had one of my students yesterday tell me that she likes to do her homework while playing games on her iPad and listening to music on her phone through earplugs. It's like, there's so much technology involved in that. You know what I mean? There's right. just, it's insane. And, and people are swayed by just getting involved with another story and just, or fantasy football. And trust me, I love football just, just the same as everyone else. But I think, um, you know, we really need to focus on, on what's going on here. And it's, it's, what did you say? 62 people in 30 days, 62 people in the last 30 days in the United States were shot unarmed by police officers. Yes. That's insane. Um, and that, you know, and that just, it, it, it scares me. Um, it, it, it scares me in a lot of ways. And, you know, a lot of people think that we've come so far and as someone who was in a relationship with an African-American male long ago, I can tell you, we haven't really come very far at all. And racism in America is very strong. And, and, uh, I felt it all the time, especially when we were out in public. And, you know, just to give you an example, um, since I left Iowa and have made my way to Michigan through Chicago, I, as a disabled American, have been a victim uh, more times in this short journey than in my whole 10 years in California. I've been screamed at for my handicapped parking sticker. I've been yelled at about having a therapy dog, a service dog. Um, I have a bumper sticker on my car supporting my presidential candidate choice. I've been um, chastised for that. So um, I think we all should just, you know, just look in our own mirror and just stop worrying about everyone else and just make sure that, that, you know, that more, our morals are in check because I think that, uh, you know, I think a lot has to happen. Um, and I think, uh, the best way we can do it, as Michael Jackson said, start with the man in the mirror, you know, just start with the man in the mirror and, uh, don't worry about everybody else. Just worry about yourself and, uh, try not to be influenced by the media and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just very sad that most of our podcasts, I'd say at least once a month, we've had to bring this up. And, and we're not going to stop because it continues to happen. And um, not to be a buzz drainer, but this is real life and we need to get conscious. And that's why we're doing this. So, um, yeah, I, I, I completely I completely agree. And I think, you know, we. I know we read off a lot of the, the names of the people affected by this at one point, and, and we mm-hmm. did. Um, I sung a little bit of Joyful, Joyful, and I think, um, you know, just because this is such a heavy topic and there's so much going on and, and there is such strong footage that literally 
it makes me sick. I mean, it makes me so sick inside. Um, I think we should have, I mean, we've never done this on the show and I think we should have maybe like a, you know, a little 15 second moment of silence for those people Let's that have it. been lost. All right. Well, you know, we're coming up right now on, um, and nine seconds will be, and why don't we do, you know, 15, you know, 15 second moment of silence starting now. Yeah. Thank you guys for, for doing that for me. And I'm sure, uh, you know, those families who have lost a lot of people appreciate it as well. And, and I know 15 seconds is not a lot of time to get all of your, your thoughts into that, but, but enough is enough. And the time is now, and and we all need to need to come together. I mean, this is, you know, one of the biggest hate crimes of all time. And it involves, you know, our, our police officers and, and, Maybe five, ten years ago, it was, um, you know, they were trying to save hate crimes. So it, it's definitely an epidemic. It is not. Uh, it, this is real life. And the, those who don't want to believe that this is happening, um, you know, it, it just blows my mind. This is. Yep. We all got to do something about it. So I appreciate you sharing that. And and for those who do, you know, uh, that are opinionated and, and you know, have kind of, um you know, tend to dislike these things that we do. We've, you know, we've had some very strong topics on the show, but like my mom said, this is about getting conscious. This is about conscious living. It's about the arts, it's about community. And mm-hmm. um, we'd like to hear from you as well. And if you want to drop us an email or call in, you know, there's, there's always, you know, I, I'm never excluding anyone else. And I, I would like to um, let you guys know that we don't do it to make you guys feel uncomfortable, we do it to bring the sense of community to all of you guys. And I think, um, you know, we're trying to change the narrative. That's, that's the other, yeah. you know, big task in, in our, in our podcast that we're trying to do. So thank you for sharing that. And do you want to take a break? And then we're going to have, we're going to have Andy on from whole life challenge. I'm so excited. I'm such a whole life challenge junkie. I'm not going to lie. I'm, a Saturday started my third whole life challenge. We're going to talk about what is a whole life challenge. We're going to talk about some changes in the whole life challenge. And I'm going to share uh, my experience with the whole life challenge so that people can uh, sort of get it through that lens. And then our little overachiever, Andy has so much in his resume that we're going to, you know, who knows what's going to happen. So stay tuned. We're going to go to a quick commercial, right? Or no? Yes. Yes, we are. Um, All right. I was just going to say that you know, there's a lot of stuff for for all you guys that that want to know about whole life challengers. Don't know. We're going to talk about that. Like she said, um, I guess he was a former CrossFit owner as well as a U.S. <laughs> Marine. So there's it's it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to to pick this guy's brain. He sounds like uh, it's going to be a, a fun rest of the show with him. Can't wait. All right. So as well as Nativa, we also have Palm Done Right. Here we go. And Palm Done Right. You've probably heard the horror stories about palm oil, orphaned orangutans, rainforests destroyed, smoldering fires that pollute the air. Thankfully, that is not all there is to this tale. There's another happier story that is yet to be told. One where farmers are empowered and communities thrive. One where animals and people are healthy. Where the land flourishes with diversity. And it's called Palm Done Right. Our good friends at Natural Habitats are committed to supporting the community with Palm Done Right, and we are honored to have them supporting the Taking It to the Street store. To learn more, please head to www.palmdoneright.com. Again, that's palmdoneright.com. All right, and we should have Andy on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, Yes, you can. You can hear us. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, here we are. I'm in my third whole life challenge, and the competitive person that I am is not going to lie. Two days in, I'm in Chicago. I go to a cute little coffee house. I order a nice little snack. I'm halfway eating it, and I, like, threw it down. I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing a whole life challenge, and it has honey. I was so you mad at myself that I forgot. You know how many times I've done exactly the same thing, and I have to deduct a point because I actually yep. swallowed the whatever it was. I I did that. I went to a friend's barbecue once. who was making uh, um, blueberry pancakes for his, uh-huh. his, it wasn't a barbecue. It was their, their daughter's birthday party. It was a breakfast birthday party, 
And uh-huh. I, I walked in and inhaled a blueberry pancake before I even thought anything about it. <laughs> the, whole, like, the whole pancake. I mean, you know, that would clear. be me. <laughs> I was like so pissed off. And then, you know, Whole Life Challenge has this great app where you'd like, you know, you can communicate with your team and people. And I was like so mad at myself. And I, I mean, I just lost it. And everyone was like, wow, like chill lady. And I didn't want to say, well, I want to be number one. That's why I'm pissed off. <laughs> right. But um, so for those that don't know what a whole life challenge is, would you mind giving us sort of a rundown? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, the, the whole life challenge was born out of my, uh, my, me and my partner's desire to um, help our clients at, at the gym. I, I used to own CrossFit Los Angeles. And uh, we had about 300 members of the gym. And we wanted to help them realize the, the, the importance of the actions that they took outside of the gym. Like we'd see them twice a week or once a week or five, even five times a week for an hour, but then they go back to their life and they have 150 hours every week that they're on their own, making their own choices. And you know, it's one of the frustrating things as a, as a coach to watch someone come in week after week after week and not make progress because they're doing great in the gym, but then they go home and they, you know, eat like crap or they don't sleep well, or they're stressed out, or they, you know, they don't take the little steps each day toward um, making those little improvements. So it was really born out of that concept. And we, um, we decided that eight weeks was a good amount of time. And we decided to put um, things like stretching and which we call mobility Mm -hmm. and nutrition and hydration and sleep and then lifestyle practices, which are things like meditation and gratitude, um, and then reflecting each day. We actually we, we decided to, to kind of wrap all those things up in a, in a challenge that required you to be conscious mm-hmm. and to wake up each day and, and record what you've done. So part of the game is actually, was actually or is actually remembering to actually do this. Remember to act, not just do the things, but to be conscious about doing the things and record your, record your stuff. Because, you know, my experience is in, in life, the things you measure, you can manage. And if you, you know, three weeks from now, you might start on a diet, but three weeks from now, if you're not keeping track of what you're doing, there's a really high likelihood that you, you have no, you don't have any, you don't have any record of what you've done, which means you, you very difficult to modify, change, adapt, or even stay consistent. So it's really yeah. harnessing the power of community, accountability, daily um, points because you earn points for the for these habits when you check in, and um, uh, um, to 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 help people make small changes to their daily habits, which which end up if you you know repeat them year, day after day after day after day after day, lead to long term change and, and um, improvement in your life. Absolutely, I mean I love. I love that, you know, it holds me accountable to hydration, which I struggle with. Um, I, I love the lifestyle things that you guys offer. I mean, I know last challenge, there was a gratitude jar. I kept it going the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah. You know, a lot of these things just have become a part of my life. And um, the reason why I do this, because people always ask me, like, why do you do this? You're like a faithful Walls warrior. And I said, yeah, I'm a Walls warrior who likes honey. And can exactly. over yeah. and can over consume that, which doesn't right. help my my MS, and it's just not the best outcome for my body. So this keeps me in check, and it also helps with hydration and sleep, because I commit to so many hours of sleep, and I work much harder when I'm doing a whole life challenge to to sleep the hours that I've committed to, and what's resulted for me personally, and this was not. And anything to do with why I started doing Whole Life Challenge was I've lost over 30 pounds in a combined total of 10 inches on my body this year. Wow. That's Which awesome. is really amazing. Without, um, really, without really making that the target or the focus. That wasn't, that really wasn't, that wasn't even in the cards. Like, I, right. if it happens, great. And I really realized it uh, in the last couple of weeks because my I, none of my belts fit me anymore. And when I went back, uh, it was with Dr. Terry Walls, and I went back and I said to her, look at this. Look at that. And we measured it three inches wow. since January. And I, I, I just can't believe it because when I started in January, the, I only have two pair of jeans and because I'm a minimalist and 
the one pair of jeans I had, I couldn't get them past my knees without doing this great song and dance laying on the bed, hopping all over the floor kind of routine. (laughs) You know, and then I couldn't breathe for like the first 10 minutes I had them on, but I was going to struggle through it. And now they're falling off me. So, yeah, it's, um, it's really been, and, and, you know, what Dr. Wallace says is, you know, your body goes to where it's naturally supposed to when, and, you know, for me, obviously I was consuming a heck of a lot of honey. If just giving that up and I've uh, permanently stopped drinking alcohol. So I was a drunk eating a lot of honey until I became a whole life challenger. (laughs) You You were like Winnie the Pooh that drinks wine. Yeah, literally, literally. And so, so, so much. And I like, because I'm a comp, um, I like competition, you know, there are groups within whole life challenge and I like to come in the top three on a, you know, on a, I, I think I've finished the top three in every one I've done. So, um, yeah. So the first one I did with a small team and the second one I did with a really large team and I joined back with that really large team again, because, um, also for the support factor, you're on, uh, are you on Worldwide Warriors? Is that the team you're I'm on? I'm in the Whole Life Crushers. The Whole Life Crushers. Oh, that's Phil Kane's yeah. team. Yeah, and he's great. That's the other thing. Like, captains yeah, of the great. team are like buddies for you the whole time. So yes. the community element, I think, is super huge. And and I don't, want, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I mean, there are a lot of people that are just like, you know, are, you know have a hard time or, you know, um, and it's a supportive environment. It's a non-judgment area. For, so, you know, if, if, if you're not scoring big, no one's, people are just very, 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 very supportive. And that is another thing that I love. I mean, I've done other things um, like Whole30s and, and I've had great success with them. But what was missing was community. Right. Um, and what was missing was accountability. And also um, the, the overall aspect, it's not just food. That's only well, food. Right. This and, is, and, well, I mean, you know, one of the things that that I that uh, that has been really important for us is that it's not about being perfect, and it's not no. even though even though there are points, and even though there's a leaderboard, which which kind of pushes people toward that competitive aspect of their personality. Our right. philosophy is that that stuff is only as good as whether um, as whether it um, generates it leads to positive outcomes in your life. So if it keeps you more accountable, which I think it does. I agree. And if it, yeah. if it drives you over the edge and makes you jump off a cliff because you're, you're, you, you know, you get to day 25 and you, you miss the day of scoring and you want to shoot yourself, that would not be the definition of productive. <laughs> right. You know, for improving right. your life. Right. So, you know, you know, using points is only as valuable as, you know, you're willing to make it and being competitive. We, I encourage people to not worry so much about competing and just to focus in on the little daily habits that, that, that make your life work. My sister right. does this a challenge. You know, my sister doesn't really like to listen to my advice, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, when, when we first, I think it was the second or third whole life challenge, she decided that she was going to ignore everything about the whole life challenge except for the exercise part. And she was going to see whether or not she could go for 56 days and run every day because she's not a runner. She's not really even that much of a workouter, and um, she she did she she succeeded in doing 56 days in a row. You know, short. She's great. All she had to do was leave the house and go for 10 minutes. Right. And um, she now runs marathons. I mean, her whole life is she runs marathons. Wow. She runs marathons. She's in a running club. You know, she still doesn't follow my advice. She still doesn't pay any attention to anything else I say. Right. But that part has, her life has been forever altered um, because of that part, which is really cool. That's awesome. And then you guys made some changes, I'm not going to lie, to the whole life challenge. Like, I can't have sweet potatoes for eight weeks. Can you just remind me why? (laughs) Are you playing the performance level? Of course I am. The performance yeah. level is the hardest level, and I'm a type A overachiever like Andy, right. so of course that's what I'm doing. I'm and when I watch the video... I'm not. I don't do that level. <laughs> oh, well, let me, thanks for telling me. This is my third time doing that level. When you and your partner did the video and announced the things, I nearly cried. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, if you were in front of me, I would have strangled you all. Like, oh my God. <laughs> no sweet potatoes. The whole, the whole idea of the, of the, the performance level and, and the levels, you know, we, we weren't, we're not necessarily trying to make them hard. 
they, I they get happen it. to be hard because of our because of the world we live in mm-hmm. uh, and the availability mm-hmm. of all the crap that's in the world that we live in. The performance level is designed toward for people that are either trying to achieve super high levels of athletic performance or have significant um, health issues that that or, you know like you um, right. that that where that serves them and that helps mm-hmm. them. And every aspect of the performance level is designed around reducing inflammation inside of your body. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that every component of the performance level leads to, leads to inflammation in every human being. We, you know, everybody is a little bit different. And you may find that sweet potatoes or even yogurt, you know, fermented dairy or, you know, beans um, might not inflame you, might not upset your digestive system, might not upset your colon. And that's fine. You know, if you, if you find that, that's fantastic. And, and it doesn't mean that you have to hold yourself accountable to our, what we say are the rules in order to be a better person. Like it, that, right. that would be, that would be outside of the context of the, of the game. So, so, um, you know, the lifestyle level really is designed more around what's the long-term sustainable practice that most people could, could see themselves doing long-term uh, or not, maybe not most people, but a lot of people could see themselves doing long-term. I actually paid, play the lowest level. Um, but I eat most of the choices I make are, are performance level choices. So, um, I, I, That's what I, I'm gonna I do. don't do well being told what to do in spite of the fact that I was a Marine and I, you know, thrived on being told what to do. If, if you box me into a corner and tell me that I have to do it, there's a really high likelihood that I will not do it just because you told me that I had to. Yeah, I'm the I, same. I'm the I same. guess we all came from the same, from the same mold, all three of us. Uh, I would say no means yes. The rules and the levels, I'm telling myself what to do. I, I don't do what I tell myself to do. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, Well, that's interesting because um, just looking at some of your, the things that you've done, um, like you said, a Marine, you've also been, you know, a gym owner and a competitor, a CrossFit competitor, um, you know, Red Bull athlete. I mean, I would imagine the discipline level for all of that has to be so huge. So you're just a self-motivated person. It's funny when I look back over those things and I, you know, I'm looking at the blog talk radio uh, page where you described, you know, the little paragraph about me. Uh And I I just think back to those things. And and the thing that really is the theme that goes through all those for me is fun. Um, It's not, you know, the Marines in a very sick, strange sort of way was fun for me. I mean, I running around in the mud with a, with a, in my camis and, you know, (laughs) doing obstacle courses and, um, you know, testing my ability to make it, to endure, to, to learn how to, you know, to fight, to learn how to fight, to kind of learn how to be a man, mm-hmm. you know, was, was fun, you know, in a very strange sort of way. Um, adventure racing was all fun and exploration and traveling around the world and going to these crazy places that I would never have gone to without having done it. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that that really and and look I'm not negating the fact that I needed discipline to to follow through because it wasn't all easy and it wasn't all fun the training is not fun um, there's a saying in CrossFit that it, you know quote doesn't have to be fun to be fun and, right. I, and I think that really kind of epitomizes those choices that that I've made over the years to do these these things um, they're not necessarily fun in the moment like practicing my trumpet when I was a when I was a trumpet player, practicing is not fun, but the result is fun. And the, the uh, you know, when you're up on stage and you're performing, nothing could be more fun when you kind of let go, when you can let go of all those, the technical crap and the, you know, all the, 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 the hours of torment that you went through to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you would say the same thing about all the hard work that you do, Nikki, before a show and but once you're on stage you're having a blast well yeah I mean you know just from being my mom I was never big into practicing any instrument or or even practicing my music singing it's just it wasn't mm-hmm. fun but actually doing it was awesome and getting involved and 
being on stage and after, you know, it all came together, it ends up being amazing, you know, so I definitely understand that. So I have a question. How did you end up with a master's degree in spiritual psychology? I mean, obviously I have a master's degree in community psychology and I love uh, my spiritual world. Was that after all of this, Andy, or before? Yeah, or when? that's been in the last five years. Um, it was, I, I, so I had kind of a traumatic, um, not, a, well, yeah, it was traumatic. I had been working with a coach um, that I didn't really call my coach. I, I don't, never really knew what to call her. She was kind of, she kind of started doing, working with people before there were, you know, quote unquote life coaches in the world. Okay. In the mid nineties. And um, she wasn't a therapist. She didn't have any credentials. She, you know, she just, she just knew things that I was like, how do you know that? And how, like, it's just, she was like this open book of, of like love and kindness and empathy and compassion. And she, she had been my teacher since 96, 95 or 96. And, um, she was killed in a sudden uh, car accident coming back from Lake Havasu in uh, 2010 or 2011. I think oh 2011. In 2011. And, um, you know, I, I, I had attended, I attended her memorial service. And one of the, one of the contexts of, of kind of love for me in my life has, I've struggled with this notion that, I need to get it before I give it and it might, it might run out. You know, if I give too much, how do I know when, how do I know how much is enough and how do mm-hmm. I know when to, you know, boy, if I, if I give too much love in this case, I might get trampled on, you know, later on. I, I just had all these, these connections to control over, over love and generosity. And, and they weren't things that anyone else in the world would notice. I don't think they were more internal Things mm-hmm. that I struggled with, and when she passed away, and when I went to the memorial service, I was I was surrounded by about 300 people, who all had the same experience of her that I did, which was unbounded love. Just it just flowed out of her like a like a like Niagara Falls, uh, and and I thought I had this. It was a very a strange experience on the way back from the memorial service. It was like, what am I waiting for? You know, what, what is, if it, if, if, if it never stopped, if it never ran out of her, mm-hmm. why, what makes you think it's going to run out of me? And what am I waiting for to, 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 you know, to, why am I trying to control this? And what am I looking for to gain from this? And I had known that the school that I went to is called the University of Santa Monica, and it's kind of known as the love school. Yeah. Um, and it's so, uh, it's, such, it's so spiritual and heartfelt and, I had, I had known about it. A lot of her clients had gone to it and I had resisted even stepping foot inside the door. And uh, suddenly I was compelled to call and register and, and apply and, and get into their course. And I, and I did. And it wow. really changed the course of my life. It was a two year master's degree program. What a um, tribute. In fact, the whole challenge I developed, me and my, I mean, it was, it was a project we had just started and it was something I really developed while I was going through that course, through that program. Wow. That's, awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. What, what a tribute to her, you know, what a way to honor, you know, the energy that yeah. she brought into your life. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought of that, but yeah, you're right. It, uh, you know, because yeah, her, you know, her you legacy. Know. Yeah. Her legacy yeah. is just passing it on. And, That's and amazing. it's still something, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm cured or healed or it's not like there's anything ever wrong with me. It's right. just a continuation of, 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 of like a lifelong process of learning for me. And, um, you know, it, it's still, those things still hook me. I'm not like some guru Buddhist, you know, monk that sits on a hill that has it all figured out. Um, my, you know, my wife will tell you that I don't have it figured out. So will my business partner. So, uh, well, you know, that's that's because we're human. You know, the day that we think we have it all figured out, it's, we're, we're like not really living anymore. You know, I, I right. um, and I think that, um, you know, just looking at life through a lens of loving kindness can change the world for anybody. Um, that doesn't mean that we have it all figured out. Um, but right. yeah, spiritual psychology, very interesting, especially based on, you know, your your history of all the other right. things that you've done. Um 
I think it probably brings a tremendous amount of compassion. Um, and I think that maybe, you know, for me, maybe that's why I like the whole life challenge so much because there is a compassion level built into it. Like, you know, it, you know, you don't have to be perfect all the time where other challenges right. I've done, it's like right. you can't make a mistake for 30 days or then you have to start over. You have to reset and, you know, life is life and stuff happens and we have to be nice to ourselves. So I feel like it definitely is felt by a participant of the whole life challenge, you know, um, you know, that, that it is a compassionate, supportive, accountable, it's, it's, it's just very different than any other challenge I've ever done. I think because it has that element of, you know, we're not perfect every day and that's okay. Right. It's, and that is normal. That's not, not normal. That is normal. So it is normal. If that's normal, then why do we need to be perfect? I mean, look, I get, if you have a significant health issue like you to heal your MS, Mm -hmm. you need to be perfect for quite some time. Because yes. any, any deviation from perfection in terms of your diet could result in almost an immediate relapse or an immediate, you know, shift yep. back into what you're feeding. So there are times when that is necessary and um, and supportive and loving and and helpful to your life. But but for most of us, most of the time that's not, and it's just not real, you know, for us. So um, well, those, even go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, even someone like me, um, when, you know, with the whole life challenge, if you do, if you meet certain plateaus, you get like tokens, you know, you get right. a, a day off of working out a day off of, you know, so I have already earned one indulgence challenge. Yeah, so, I, just got mine, I just got mine last night. I was very, excited. I was so excited because I'm doing a cook. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. Cause I'm doing a cooking class tonight. We're making chia pudding and they want to put maple syrup in it, which that means that I can participate. You know what I mean? It's like, right. um, so it's like, well, this is great. I already know what I'm going to do. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, at, because I've done them now, you kind of save them up in anticipation of when you know, like, oh, there's a special dinner coming. So right. it also is nice because it allows us to, quote, unquote, um, be normal. I don't know what the word is, you know, but to feel like um, it's okay. Like we're not going to be life. in trouble. Do, do, yeah. Do your life. You know, go to your best friend's wedding and have a piece of cake and don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't self-beat about it. You know, just let, let it go because it's part of life. Yeah, and I do like that because it allow, like you said, it's part. Of, it allows you to live your life consciously, which really is is how I say it. You know, again, I'm conscious about like before I go to bed or before I log in, I check. Oh, did I have my 70 ounces of water? Did I do how much stretching did I do today? And if I don't, then I get it in real quick. Um, right. Right. But I found myself chugging water, um, and my body likes it because having MS, I suffer from a lot of cramps and spasms and hydration is key to keep that down as well as inflammation. So I've realized that if I have 70 ounces of water a day, I have less cramping, you know, so it's also helping me to be accountable. That's so great. Really is. Um, I, as far as music, do you do that at all anymore, Andy, or is that something that you did? And my my wife gave, gave me guitar about 10 years ago. And I thought, Back when I was growing up, my, my family was all instrumental musicians. My mom was a, is, a, is, an, is a composer still, but she was an instrumental music teacher, violin, and my dad is a conductor. And so we listened to Beethoven and Brahms and Dvorak and all these classical things. If I could name, you put a symphony on, and I, there's a good chance I can name what it is. You put on pop music from the 70s or 60s, and though I'm better at it now than I used to be, I was pr- pretty miserable. My wife used to make fun of me because she's in the music <laughs> Um, it still does make fun of me, actually. <laughs> um, but uh, I, guitar was for me was always something I really had a passion for wanting to be able to do and play because I loved the ability to sit around a campfire and you know like play the chords and let people sing along like it's a background rhythm instrument rather than a mm-hmm. solo instrument. Right. But it, but it, but I always had this thought back when back in the old days that it was easy. There was something easy about it. And, it, you, know, the, you know, that's not a real instrument. It's one, it's one everybody does if they don't know what else to play. And, and so I just thought, ah, it's going to be easy. I'll just learn how to play guitar, you know, and, hope you'll be <laughs> and it just smacked me right down, right in the face, just because it's this beautiful guitar. And I started playing it and then I realized, wait, this isn't easy. I started getting blisters on my fingers. Um, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't really strum. I couldn't really, 
do I want I thought oh, I'll just learn bar chords right away. I couldn't, you know, of course couldn't do that. And um so it's been kind of a journey of re rediscovering music um through the lens of a guitar and I I it's been about 10 years now. Uh I started taking a lesson kind of intermittently about 3 years ago and um you know, I still, I still, I can play it now. I can pick it up and play chords. I, I wouldn't say I'm any sort of guitar master, but um, you know, I can play some basic stuff, which is fun. So I still do. I, I don't really play the trumpet. I can pick it up for about three minutes and sound almost as good as I used to be able to play for you know hours on end. Then it's all gone. Well, my so, my uh, it's, my boyfriend actually just started playing trumpet like the beginning of this year. And um, he definitely said that that's one of those instruments that's hard to just pick up again and be good at. You definitely have to, like, keep playing it because it's definitely about, yeah. like, the, you know, the armature and all that stuff. Yeah, the muscle tone of your face. It, it's amazing how much muscle tone that I didn't even realize I had that I had. Because um, now, you know, the things that were – I mean, I was playing some pretty advanced – so I went to the Eastman School of Music. I was playing some really advanced oh, stuff. Oh, wow. And uh, – uh, now it's, you know, I got, I can finger it. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I find myself fingering things like I'm sitting around, um, and I'm, you know, at my desk and I'm fingering a chromatic scale or I'm fingering a trumpet exercise that I used to play or, you know, a song. I can finger all the notes of the song. That's um, cool. So it's kind of cool that, that that's still there, but the, but the lips just don't, uh, don't respond the way they used to respond. <laughs> wow. Wow, you went wow. to Eastman. That's you're a little more than a semi pro with that under your belt. <laughs> I just never, I just didn't take it to the next level. I never really got, uh, but I was, paid, I was being paid for gigs around town and doing stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but I never became a real pro. You know, what would I consider a pro? That's awesome. That's that's really cool. But at least you're still playing. You know, I did the same thing with guitar. My mom can tell you. You know, I picked up a classical guitar in like I don't know maybe 1995 or 96 when I was in fourth or fifth grade and took a bunch of lessons and I kind of thought the same thing that it'd be like super easy and that's another thing like um you know the calluses that form on your finger that you know help you out to be able to actually get stronger at the instrument and be able to play more comfortably and be able to sing and play you know I had to do it in stages first it was you know, learning your scales and learning the chords and learning how to sing and play at the same time. And it, it never got easier for me. It's always yeah. been definitely a challenge. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, it's starting to, if I, I need to get back on a, reg, a regiment, like with a lesson every couple of weeks. And, um, I think that, that really like structure, look, it's no, no coincidence that I started the whole life challenge structure helps me. So, uh, mm-hmm. if I had some structure around, guitar it would really be really helpful um maybe i'll maybe i'll do that (laughs) (laughs) no it's definitely i'm in the same boat i teach all the time and i have a little um you know room that i teach in at all the schools i teach at and you know in those like in between students or i kind of get excited if like a student's late because i'll be able to sit at the piano a little more or you know sit with a guitar a little more yep yep and definitely need that structure well, this yeah. was awesome having you on today, Andy. It was really great um, to just talk about all of it and to get to know you even better, even more. It was, it was interesting listening to the first half of the show. I'm like, gosh, this is a tough uh, lead-in, but you guys were very masterful in, in just, you know, completing that and then moving into the next part. I, I was a little bit like, wow, this is, I don't know what I'm, this is going to be. I don't know what the show. hell I walked into. <laughs> crazy ass bitches. What did I walk into, right? Yeah, right yeah it's it's hard for us not to get conscious and talk about that where can yeah. people find you well you know the whole life challenge is is a definitely a great place my my uh, my handles are very very simple on facebook twitter instagram is all andy patronic um just my name spelled out and uh you know that's probably the easiest place to find me on instagram or on um or on twitter and uh or on facebook um I'm struggling with, I have over 5,000 friends, so, like, I can't just friend people when they request, so it's an interesting thing. Oh, you're like life, Nikki. Yeah, and then wholelifechallenge.com. You know, that's, that's where the... Great. Well, awesome. thank you well, so thank much. Well, thank you so much. Oh, and we're twins. <laughs> uh, 
wholelifechallenge.com. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Mom, for coming back. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. See you next time. All right. Ciao, ciao, everyone.